Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Elio's original. My name is Carrie Kenny, and I am guest hosting for the lovely Leslie, who is going to be away from the microphone for a little bit. And I'm going to do a few episodes. Hopefully, I can I can do them justice for her. If you don't know who I am, I'm an actress. I do comedy. Uh, you may remember me from a little television program called Reno 911, where I played a fake police officer. Um, I don't know. I'm on all kinds of TV shows and movies and crap like that. But most importantly, I like to bake and I like to sew and I like to weave and I like to make crap that no one ever sees, but that I appreciate doing. So I'm going to talk to some other makers, doers, movers, shakers. My friend Chris Gorham. Yes. Uh, people probably know you from uh, the Netflix show Insatiable. Yeah, I hope And if so. they don't know you from that, mm-hmm. yep, they yep. probably know you from Covert Affairs. Could be. If they don't know you from that, for sure they've seen you on Ugly Betty. That's possible. Um, probably they love you uh, mm-hmm. from uh, seeing you and I play brother and sister on uh, Two Broke Girls. Uh, I would hope so. Right. I don't want to say, and I wouldn't say personally that that was the greatest um, sibling uh, relationship ever to be filmed. You um, wouldn't say that? Well, I wouldn't say that, but I, I others might. Most people do. Others might, Most yeah. people do. It's um, It made people laugh. It made people cry. It's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. Yeah. It's like the Gone with the Wind of sibling multicam yes. network yes. comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it exactly. Mm-hmm. That's it exactly. Um, it was maybe too good for television. That sure. You know, I since th- well, two since girls. we got the show canceled, <laughs> it was canceled afterwards. As, as soon as Chris yeah. and I came on it, sort of gangbusters. <laughs> I feel like as soon as they made me that waitress uniform, <laughs> it sent a signal to the universe that they, that was enough. They were done. Let's pack it up, guys. A red light turned Look, on somewhere in the basement at Warner Brothers. We have gone too <laughs> far. <laughs> and so Chris and I just stand there in, in the middle of, of an empty soundstage, wondering where everybody went. Yep. yep. And waiting for the spin-off, the brother-sister <laughs> spin-off it. that never came. That's it. 
Well, this is it. It's not too late. We're it still is alive. not yeah, too late. We're going to do it. It starts today. It starts today. And it's not so much a TV show as it is a podcast. That's right. Which is still fun. a basement in West Covina. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. We're in Pacoima. Um, so, Chris, you know, I was looking you up, which is kind of funny when you look up your friends yeah. because you know someone as you know them, but then you don't you know, often Google your buddies and and find out the nitty gritty that you don't discuss all the time. So one thing that you've never brought up to me, I think you know where I'm going with this. I'm pregnant. Is that you're pregnant. (laughs) And I, I mean, it's clear your breasts look very full. (laughs) Thank you. And, um, and you're kind of (laughs) bitchy. Um, no, that you were, uh, people magazines, uh, one of the sexiest men alive of 2007. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. No, why is that? Why is that not on a T-shirt? Why is that not on a T-shirt or or maybe a sandwich board that you wear around town? Yeah. Here's like something funny about that is my kids discovered that. Oh uh, no! Like a year or so ago, because <laughs> as they're like they've gotten into high school now, and yeah. so like their friends watch Insatiable, and so I get Googled by people that they know and. Mm. Like, literally, my kids came to me and were like, Dad. <laughs> this is embarrassing. They think it's hilarious, by they the way. <laughs> they, like, think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's some street cred for the kids. So, that's something. I was, just to be, uh, t- for some levity, I was under the section, uh, Sexy Nerds. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel like they created a category uh, for you like that year. It was and Mossy from Heroes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mossy. Yeah, yeah. You're so similar, yeah. the two of you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's a buddy show that I'd like to see. Right? Just the two of you shirtless. <laughs> exactly. Laying a, around. Deserted island. Yeah, looking hot. Looking like, typing on computers. Hot and sweaty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's 10 years past that. So yeah. just whatever that I looks like. I remember that photo shoot because I I had no idea what to to do. Like I've never I mean I thought the whole thing was ridiculous and like <laughs> I'll never forget the photographer would be like just jump, just jump, just jump up and jump up and down. And I was like, "What do you? What do you mean? Jump up and down?" He's like, "No, jump. It'll look cool." And and after that photo shoot, like I see all these pictures of like people like midair, like looking all cool. And like I literally was like, "I don't. That sounds dumb. Like I don't. I don't feel comfortable doing that. This, this is like just jump." <laughs> so I okay. just like is this. What the sexy people like, are doing know, now? I don't know. Can I just like lay down on a lounge or something? Like. <laughs> Do we have like a faux fur blanket and a glass <laughs> yeah. of brandy? Yeah, this is, I don't know. I don't know if this is my brand. I don't understand this. I was like, I live next to a firefighter. I, don't, <laughs> like, like, I think you've got the wrong neighbor. Well, I think you are in better shape now from all the, the Googling that I was doing. Mm. And certainly from the last time I saw you and we were eating a lot of craft service at, <laughs> uh, at CBS. Yeah. But um, you told me that that's because you've been training for, is it the New York City Marathon? Yes. How does one come to this decision? Well, uh, one gets tricked into running the New York City Marathon. Oh. Um, I God, I hope that never uh, happens to me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'd rather get tricked out of $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
So uh, my wife and I uh, got a very lovely award for uh, autism advocacy mm. last year from a nonprofit called Culture City that's based in Birmingham, Alabama. Amazing. And uh, yeah, they are amazing. Like they, it's it was founded by a husband and wife. They're both doctors, and and their mission is to make public places uh, sensory inclusive and accessible for people with sensory yes. issues. Amen. So, yeah. So like they work with libraries and museums and aquariums and NBA arenas, NFL stadiums, and they just made a big deal with Carnival Cruise Lines to make all of their ships sensory inclusive. So they go mm. in and they train all of the staff on how to recognize people with sensory issues and how to be helpful to those people and their families. They provide uh, sensory bags, which are these just bags with noise-canceling headphones inside and like just fidget toys to be a distraction um, if somebody's getting nervous or overwhelmed. Um, some of the places, some of the venues build sensory rooms. It's just like a quiet, kind of a dark room to go to just to get back to center. Um, but the really important part of their mission is really the training, is is making people aware. And um, so people aren't scared or irritated or annoyed when you have someone with autism or someone with PTSD who's in a situation where maybe they're getting overloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that being said, so Culture City asked us to be on their board this year. And uh, Michelle Kong, who's one of the co-founders uh, of this group, uh, is an ultra marathoner. So she runs like wow. hundred mile races. Wow! Yeah, um, and she's a with doctor. her feet. With yeah, like she well, I don't know like where on she a motorized time, like vehicle of some kind. No, like just runs. Like she's out of her mind. Um, so one of the things that some of the board members do every year is run the New York City Marathon, and there's a couple others that they do to help raise money and awareness for Culture City. So she texts me one day. And says, uh, uh, hey, didn't you say that you would run the New York City Marathon with us this year? And I sent back. And you said, new phone, who dis? <laughs> yeah, basically. I sent back a bunch of laughy faces, emoji, <laughs> um, which sparked, like, you know, as you do, like this ridiculous string of texts back and forth with gifts and like yeah, poop ridiculous emojis things like you're out of your mind. That's sure. insane. Um, and uh, and then I later that day, I was telling my wife, Anel, uh, about this conversation and she said oh that's actually that might be kind of a cool idea like you could film the training and put it up on YouTube and like help raise money for a culture city and I was like yeah I mean yeah I guess that could be cool but I, I, I'm I've, I'm not a runner I have zero desire to run a marathon like no like that's nuts and then my 15 year old son Ethan comes in oh. from the other room and says dad you're running the New York City Marathon oh. that's so cool I'll do it with you let's train oh. together and we'll do it together game over right Oh. So now I'm stuck because you can't you can't no. say no. You can't unrun a marathon, no. Chris. No. So I texted Michelle. I said, "All right, oh. Ethan says he wants to do it with me. We'll train together. We'll do it." And she texts back, "How old is Ethan?" And I text back, "He's 15." And she texts back, "Oh, you have to be 18 to run the marathon." Oh. But I'm so glad you're going to run with us. No. And that's how I got tricked into running the New York City Marathon. Wow. Right. I'm glad I got the chance to talk to you before you passed. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. You know, f- few people understand right. that this really might kill me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I almost died walking up the stairs <laughs> on the way here. Yeah. Because I had a Snickers for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. And I have a Charlie horse. <laughs> yeah. It's, 
Um, and I uh, have an undiagnosed heart condition. <laughs> and I think what it is, I do a lot of Googling yeah, about yeah. the medical mm-hmm. things. And no, what I think it is good. just what the symptoms that I'm having are that my heart is just actually beating. <laughs> I'm feeling movement in my chest. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just a regular heartbeat. Right. But I'm pretty sure it's heart failure. <laughs> Um, okay, so your son can't do it with you. Cannot. But do you 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 are a you're an active guy anyway, yeah. and and you enjoy from what we've talked about, you enjoy doing physical things. Those are hobbies of yours. I do. But I do not, not running, enjoy running. But not running. I've never. Enjoyed Does anyone running. enjoy running? Uh, some people say that they do. People say they do. Yeah, and I've been. I'm five weeks into my training now, and I have to say, like, I've crossed over from hoping that I got hurt so that I didn't have to do it (laughs) to then having some knee pain um, that I got through to get to to finish an eight mile run to now hoping that I'm not hurt badly enough that I have to stop because now I kind of feel like I can do it you do now you feel like you've got some drive because if at all if you have a second of hesitation we could totally fake an axe i right. run over yeah. people all the time with my car <laughs> yeah and we so could do it real wife. gently yeah so an all could come from one direction right. i could come from the other right and, and one whoops, of you is definitely gonna get me you don't Maybe know you both. could pop a hip yeah and yeah. you're out yeah yeah but just enough that then you're back at insatiable for the next season <laughs> exactly and your son is proud at the hospital Flowers um, and- that's been one of the funniest parts of the training so far is we uh, went down to the beach one day yeah. to train. We uh, we were hanging out with a couple of our friends. So it was uh, it was uh, a kid that played my son in a movie. Actually, it was actually the movie that is called A Boy Called Poe. Yes, love that movie. Love you in that so, movie. So thank you. So yes. that that movie is what brought us to Culture City, yeah. really, because Temple Grandin saw yes. it and then oh. recommended me to them. Um, but. Uh, so it was uh, Julian Fetter and his dad, Lenny, um, and myself and my son, Ethan. We went for a run on the beach. And it was my training that day was uh, three one-mile uh, kind of sprints, basically. Like do a mile as fast as you can on the beach um, oh my three gosh. times. It's hard to just walk to, to get a hot dog from the, yeah. your towel yeah. to the exhausting. hot dog stand in the, the sand. Yeah, exhausting. So here we are oh. trying to run a mile. I think this was like week two of my training. In front of these kids. It's the kids are, and yeah. another dad. Another and dad. let me tell you, they smoked me. All three of them oh, no. just destroyed me. I was like, <laughs> like pulling up like way, way behind. And uh, it was like maybe the next weekend when Ethan like admitted to me, he was like, yeah, dad, I was a little, that was a little disappointing. <laughs> Bless him that he feels confident enough in his own skin to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like a 15-year-old to really put you in your place. And I was like, I could see it on your face, just to be clear. Yeah. Like, you weren't hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Julian, we were talking after, he's asking me all these questions like, so um, when is this marathon? <laughs> like, how long do you have to train? Two years from now, right? I was like, you sound concerned, Julian. He's like, no, 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 no. It's just, you know, like... <laughs> I think you're going to be great. You'll be, I'm sure it'll be fine. Do you need me to help you up off the ground? Or <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. you need a Gatorade? Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, I've never been an impressive runner. Like, I don't expect to tear up this course. Like, really, really my goal has always just been to not get hurt, first of all, and, and then second, to just finish the thing. That's my goal in life every day, like yeah. to not get hurt and to finish whatever I said I was going <laughs> to yeah. do. Yeah. So life is like a, life is like a marathon, life Chris. Life is like a marathon, 
you look leaner. Like you look you look like a runner right now. Okay, so whatever yeah. you're you're faking it, I'm, great. Listen, I'm I'm running. I've done 16 miles so far this week. What it, and what this is like in the and world. And, but and but and like we're taking it easy because my knees really were hurting last week. They're getting better. So but. what happens? I'm not. I don't want to. I don't know. Like sports people get superstitious or whatever, and I'm not yeah. trying to. But what happens if something were to happen with your knee or you just, yeah. and wh- what happens if you can't finish? It's not going to happen. Right. But well, what if it did? What if it, I, I don't know, you just go home. That's it. You go home and you, but what happens sponsor wise and all oh, that stuff? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like at the moment I have zero sponsors. I have a company that I think, I think I'm going to have a shoe sponsor, which is exciting because it's uh, I'm basically I'm going to get a pair of shoes out of it. But but they're making a nice donation to Culture City, which I'm excited. It's about. not going to be like Timberland boots, right? Because those no. would be hard to run <laughs> no. in. Okay. No. Okay. No. Can I, don't I recommend think so. something? Can I say I don't think so? Can I recommend yeah. to you a running yeah. shoe company, maybe? Yeah. As oh, opposed to like hiking as, boots. As opposed to hiking boots. Or oh. like no snow boots. That's a great idea. I know a lot about sure. sports. Yeah. And running in hiking boots, a marathon would be really hard. Um, I agree. You can call me with but any pr- tips. Probably like good for the ankles, I would imagine, though. Like less Could chance be. of rolling an ankle if I were wearing Could be. And your feet will stay nice and warm. Those. Yeah, it's going to be cold. It's going to be really cold. Like it's just occurred to me a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, you're being ago. serious. Yeah. When is it? It's November 3rd. Oh, the, you New can't York. do this. It's going to be too cold. <laughs> it's going to be cold. Yeah. And there's too much fun stuff to do and around. Carrie, what if it rains? Oh, no, no. Right? No, they'll call it off. Like they right? Just cancel the race if, it's if it rains. Above nobody 75 wants to get wet. and it's not sunny and it's drizzling, they're going to call it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. They're not barbarians. Great. Great. Good. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants to run in that. Um, I know a lot of tips about sports. Another yeah. one for you, yeah, just yeah. a hot tip mm-hmm. from one runner to another. Yep. Stretch out your hammies. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Because they get tight. Yep. Uh, your glutes yep. can get tight. Lots of water. <laughs> yes, yeah, good. Drink water. That's a good one. Not too much water. No. You know what I do on like the 13th mile? Yeah, I put yeah. a sip in my mouth and then yeah, I spit it out. Spit it out. Yeah. Really dramatically. Great, great. And a hanky in your back pocket to dab your forehead for all the sweat. Oh, that's good. Because the pictures at the yeah the final. I've been, I've been thinking, and I'm not kidding, like spending a lot of time during my runs this week thinking about whether or not I should wear a headband. <laughs> Now, are you thinking? Right? Are you thinking like, for really, the photos like, or just like just for the sweat? That, yeah, because like you sweat. Oh, you need to gear up. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, you need. Oh, of course, you do. Yeah, and also uh, uh, I, another thing I've been thinking about is what uh, what underwear do you wear for this a marathon? Is, a, this is, is it like just your regular underwear? Is it like uh, I would think not a not a loose boxer? Like no, no, like just regular briefs? Is it like a there jock strap situation? Could I don't be know. chafing issues. I would think we should look this up. Yeah, probably um, not a thong. No, although <laughs> although could be a fun story. <laughs> would you be. could rip it off at the end. <laughs> It's like a scene from Insatiable. And yes, and yes. you always have to think, as I do as a mom, I always tell my son, wear clean underwear in case there's, God forbid, an accident. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, that was really was one of my first questions. What if I have to go to the bathroom during well, the race? Well, yes, Chris. Are there and? porta-potties? And apparently, I'm told there are porta-potties that you can just dip out and use the bathroom and then get back in. I think if you really want to draw attention to your cause- yeah. If you have to go to the restroom at all, yeah. do it on the while you're running. Mm. 
because it's going to get news. It's going to get, get headlines. Yeah. Yeah. The first person ever to on live TV just take a crap <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the 11th mile in the New York Marathon and just keep going. And just keep going. Yeah. I'm not worried about you. No, good. Thanks. What other um like hobby things do you do if, if are they act uh, activity related with your cuz you're you you know, you're like also your kids you know you do stuff stuff active stuff with your kids and you have a much more active lifestyle than our family does i feel like you think it's possible like it just it really it depends on how tired i am yeah um and like what like our whole and you know this like our whole life revolves around our kids schedule particularly during school right um you know, you try to, it's, but every day, I mean, my, my son was laughing at me one day cause every, like we'd finished dinner and the day was essentially done. Mm. And I leaned back against the sink and like audibly exhaled and said, victory. <laughs> and like, he looks at me like, what is wrong with you? What are you talking about? He's like, it's five fifteen. I was like, buddy, listen, you'll get there. <laughs> you know what? There, sometimes you just got to take the wins where you can get them. You know, Listen. you got to celebrate the little victories because the big victories sometimes are few and far between. So I'm taking this because you know what? I got through today and my family's safe and fed and everyone's under a roof like victory. And he's like, oh, no, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, he did not get it. He was like, OK. But I think it's a great lesson for kids to see. Yeah. You know, I remember growing up and seeing these other families, not my family, but other families that, you know, when you're in your own family, you know, the yeah. the the you've you've hit you've you've looked behind the curtain. Yeah. But when you're at other people's houses, I remember seeing these people just with these lives that just looked so seamless and happy and yeah. everybody had it going on. And and. And I, I know people who grew up in that lifestyle where there was no, you know, acknowledgement of, hey, moms, this is really hard. Yeah. And also we are, our, our, our uh, career that we've chosen, mm-hmm. you know, we're very blessed and we have lots of great perks, but the hours are, um, yeah, they're weird, are weird. Yeah. The hours are weird. It's really all or nothing. Yeah. And when it's all, it's 24 hours a day. Yeah. So. I think we should just quit and just run marathons for a living. <laughs> Listen, it's um, it apparently can be pretty lucrative if what you can you win it. I mean, like if you can win oh, the people race, people get money prizes. to win it. Yes. Wait, there's yes. prizes. Yes, I love prizes. I know. What if you win? What are you going to win? Listen, I think what I'm definitely going to I'm going to get because I'm going to finish. Yeah. I'm going to get a medal. What? Yeah, I'm going to get a medal and I get like a poncho. Okay. Where yeah. does the lucrative part come in? This is like, Are we eBaying the medal? Yeah. Well, it's is the just poncho made of gold? It turns out just finishing is not enough um, to make it lucrative. Come on. This you, is America. We all win yeah. something yep. just yep. for showing up, yep. right? Yeah. Just not money exactly. Ah. Yeah. Like running the race is actually, I found out, quite expensive. <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So Well, plus you got trainer. Well, you've got a trainer. You've got, uh, it's $300 to enter the race. Right, and then you've got to get yourself to New York, and you have to have some place to stay while you're in right? New York, and you have to eat. And everything in New York's expensive, so it like it's a big, 
This trip. is a big deal. And is the whole family going to go, I would well, assume? Well, they were going to go. Oh, no. But my daughter has They're... cotillion the night after the oh. race that she cannot miss. Oh. And we weren't able to get everybody back in time. Right. So uh, so Anel and Alo and uh, Lucas, my oldest, are going to stay back. Okay. And then Ethan's going to go with me. And my brother lives in New York. And he's going to hang out so with So he'll Ethan hang with Ethan. Yeah. Also, that's less of a, like, if you totally screw the pooch, and yeah. then you'll only embarrass yourself in front of one of your children. <laughs> yes. yes. So that's exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah, you'll have right. a couple others. Um, I forgot to mention, we are uh, filming the entire training process so that we're going to put it up on YouTube to help raise money and awareness for Incredible. Culture City. Um, so unfortunately, everyone's going to know um, I, my <laughs> if, if I fail. Um, the shame is going to be. I think we're. I th- I mean, I'm global. rooting for you. And if I wanted to donate, then I would donate to Culture City yes. online. Yep. And um, is there a way to donate like for you? For there will you, be. towards your okay. Yeah, yeah. There will be, and I can get you. I'll, I'll okay. get you the link. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I'm really impressed. Um, I where do you see? To me, what's what's fun about taking on new projects? And Leslie and I have talked about this before. Is um, the I like the the gear that comes with a with a new yeah. hobby. Yeah. So if I'm gonna be if I one day I decide I'm into weaving, then yeah. I don't just take the bits that I have and cobble something together. <laughs> right. I have to buy the best weaving loom yes. that's seven feet yeah. tall. That's yes, now is my living room, <laughs> um, and then I have to go buy the sheep to shear to do you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do you, did you have all the all the like right shoot because I know I know a couple of runners, serious yeah. runners who yeah, do yeah. it for fun, and and it really is like they'll talk about their shoes for an hour at dinner mm-hmm. about you have to swap them out and you can only use them for a month and you have to you can make or break your body. It yeah. sounds like if you don't have the right gear. So yeah. is your trainer helping you with that? Yes, um, uh, and and uh, so my trainer is name his name is Kenny Aladifa. Uh, he uh, ran two Olympics for Nigeria. Why don't you just have him run this for <laughs> and, you? And you know what? I have, this is a great idea, because mm. we just recently moved storage spaces, and I found um, my face on a stick, like a, like a my face mask um, that was made by a crew on Covert Affairs that I can give to Kenny. This is perfect. And just put a, instead of take the stick off, put some elastic bands on it. He can wear my face this and run perfect. the race for me. This That's is a great idea. This is a great idea. That's and you get all idea. the credit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm I can so... just dip in at the end and get the poncho. Well, some guy did this, no. right? <laughs> Didn't some guy just get, he, had some, some, uh, he died, It was, but it was in the news recently that some guy had done that. He faked winning the New York City Marathon and they caught him. Really? Right? I have no idea. We've got to look up. We've got to find out. This, this is. These are important facts to find out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we have to find this out. How do, what, how do you Google? Guy fakes New York City Marathon win and dies. See, this could have been a weird dream that I had, but I feel like this really happened. I'm like, wait, and he died? Hold on, hold on. A Cuban... Oh, that's a woman. Okay. I remember there was... Rosie Ruiz. That was 2009. In the Olympics. Didn't that happen? Somebody dipped out and then like took a cab and... Yeah, somebody took a cab. Got back in. See, I really feel like just... I feel like just honestly running this thing and getting to the end, it's not enough. It's It's not (laughs) enough buzz. (laughs) It's not enough. I feel like you either need to have some some sort of... Very scandal or dramatic 
maybe you get into a fist fight in the middle oh, of that'd it. That'd be fun. Oh, that'd it'd be, be good. good. Yeah, yeah. Some guy who who's anti autism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charities. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or some guy just from another charity <laughs> or another autism charity. Oh, and the yeah, two of perfect. you just go at you it. Just go at it. Yeah. Um. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I do the same thing, though, about like I, I'm amassing a, a fun collection of exercise gear. Oh. So like... I got a I got a birthday present from C. I got like a gift card from mm-hmm. CBS for my birthday, mm-hmm. and I immediately went to play it against sports. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> like going to say gift card by, to like the CBS. No, gift it was shop. like an, an Amex. You know, like you can buy the box set of Two right? and a Half Men. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no, but like I, I was like, oh, I can buy anything I want, and my wife's like, oh, you should go get like hint hint. You should go get some new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I hate buying new clothes. Um, but no, I went to play it against sports and I picked up like a trap bar and like a big medicine ball. And oh, I, I bet your wanted. wife was psyched about that. I was that. so excited. Yeah. We yeah. have a stupid giant boxing bag. What's it called? Like a heavy bag? We have a heavy bag. Yeah, yeah. heavy bag or yeah. whatever it is. And it's hanging from a tree outside my bedroom window. <laughs> and my husband was like, look what I got. Isn't this great? And I was like, what is great about this? We live in this beautiful place. This is palm trees and parrots out my back. And there's a yeah. huge cobweb covered used <laughs> heavy bag. Yeah. That now we can't get rid of because who do you call to say, can you, oh, could you just run by and grab this 700 pound bag of sand that's hanging from a tree by a rusty chain? Yeah. Yeah. I saw one person punch that thing one yeah, time and they're like, ow, <laughs> that, was it. that hurts my wrist. Yeah. Yeah. So do your wife a favor, return the medicine ball <laughs> Never. and no. go get yourself some, some nice slacks. <laughs> <laughs> the medicine ball is great. Um, uh, but talking about sensory issues, yeah, I was really excited about this trap bar. So the trap bar is kind of like a little cage do you know what it is no you know it i like? don't is it like for push-ups it's for deadlifts what the hell so is it's going like on? so it's like to do deadlifts it's essentially like just one long olympic bar that you have weights on either end and you stand in behind it and you pick it up i see okay, okay. so the trap bar 
um, is a trapezoid. Mm -hmm. uh, so you kind of stand inside of it, and it has handles. So instead of leaning over in front of you to pull up the the, the bar, she's falling asleep. Here's okay, I just asleep. I'm trying to. My brain <laughs> can't compute this kind of thing. So yeah. it has weight to it. So it has like it's bars like a barbell. You can put weights on the end on the ends. Okay, of it. it's got two, so it's just the bar, and then you add the weights to make mm -hmm. it heavier. You add the weights to weigh it. It's already about like 45, 50 pounds. But I get itself. it. So it goes around your and body. It's got in a way handles so on the sides, so you're not leaning over so it's yeah, easier no to do deadlifts easier on your back which is good yeah. for me because that's how i always hurt my back yeah um so i was very i mean very excited about mm -hmm. this trap bar and wanted to get my boys out um and uh so i get lucas out there because i thought he would like this better than the bar because it feels a little more stable it's just easier right. to do the deadlift right. um but lucas is autistic and has sensory issues and he Got into it and immediately got out because he said it made him feel claustrophobic. It mm. felt like he was like trapped inside it. He didn't like the feeling of being inside of these bars. And and it, and it was just, you know, one of those moments like, oh, my, oh, yeah, okay, I guess yeah. I can see that. Um, you know, he sees the world differently. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I mean, we're pretty good at anticipating. Um, how he sees and, and feels things, you know, being his parents for 18 years. But every once in a while, something comes up that, like, you just wouldn't anticipate because you don't see the world the same way. Right. Well, yeah. our, we've, you and I have talked about this before. Our son has uh, sensory processing disorder. Yeah. And um, just hearing that, that something is, is happening in the world around sensory adjustment is a big deal. Yeah. You know, now finally there are clothing companies that are, that are, um, you know, you know, tags have always been an issue. Socks mm -hmm. are always an issue. And if you don't, if you don't know about it, what it looks like from the outside is that kid is just throwing a tantrum to yeah. be difficult or yeah. didn't get what they want or whatever it is. And, um, being an adult that I think I, I'm starting to think this, this new fun diagnosis of, of HSP, this highly sensitive person diagnosis, mm. which sounds to me like an adult version of uh, sort of sensory processing disorder. Right. Um, the more I look at my son and watch his struggles with sensory issues throughout his life, textures with foods, um, the chair that you're in, the room that you're in, um, you know, the way something he feels more comfortable when something heavy is sitting on his lap yes. in school, things like that. Um, if the more I look at these things that he has, the more I go, gosh, you know, I'm kind of like that too. I, yeah. I, I've always kind of cut the tags out of my clothes or movie theaters have always been a little loud for me as well. Yeah. Um, just things that we've adapted to as, as adults that when you look at a child like that, and you start to realize oh, this kid is is he can't handle the same kind of uh, things in the world that other kids can handle, and um, and I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful that people are doing are are adapting the world because we've as parents had to adapt the world exactly around them. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that the world is adapting now too. And thanks yeah. to you doing things like that for awareness. Um. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it is a big deal. It makes a big, big difference in people's lives and, and allows, you know, f families with sensory issues to fully participate. Yeah. Which, you know, often we don't feel like we can. Right. Like there's been places where it's like, oh, well, we'll just, 
we're not going to do that. It's going to be too crazy and right. Too and if people don't know about it, again from the outside, it looks like um, just a difficult kid. Yeah. And uh, don't get me wrong, there are moments where I think, is this the sensory <laughs> stuff, or is he just, you know, yeah. choosing this moment to kind of be an asshole? Yeah. And there are those times because he's just a fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah, of but, but there are. People who have sensory issues, children who have sensory issues, the world, basically the way I describe it to other parents or people who don't know is just the world's a little bit more heightened. Yeah. So we couldn't do um, – we couldn't go see fireworks till he was about Same. 12. In a movie theater, he would have to wear noise-canceling headphones till he was about 8. Um, sometimes even sunglasses in a movie theater, too bright. Yeah, yeah. Um, different textures of clothing. We still – he still has food – issues mm -hmm. so you know he's got to sometimes we have to bring food because texture is an issue yep. so i applaud you for being open about it and for for your son's bravery and for your um you know working with a, a group that's helping to make the world easier for kids like that yeah thanks because life's hard enough it certainly is it's hard enough to be 15 years old it's hard enough to be 18 years old yeah it really is it's tough um and uh, dare I say, harder than training to run a marathon. Oh, that's for sure. That's for <laughs> sure. Know? Any old fool could run a marathon. Literally any idiot could run a marathon. <laughs> Cut to Chris Gorham wins the New York City Marathon. Oh, I know you're going to do great. I know but, you're going to do great because you're like sports guy. You know, one thing I didn't talk to you about was yeah. you grew up also – as you were a ballet dancer yeah, when school, you were younger yeah. in high school, mm -hmm. which is um, probably wasn't that common. No, it, uh, I went to a performing arts magnet school for my sophomore through senior year. Mm -hmm. um, and while we were registered, while I was registering for that first year, uh, I noticed that if I signed up for ballet, I didn't have to take PE and I'd taken PE at my old school and, and so I signed up for ballet, and it was great. And you just you and a bunch of it chicks. Was, it was me, one other guy, yeah, and a bunch of like hot dancers in leotards, yeah. And, you're, and you have like to touch them and the lift locker them. Room. Yeah, I it mean, was like the biggest coup. That's a no brainer. Yeah, it was great. Otherwise, you're with kids. <laughs> you're with kids like me that are running the doing the presidential award. Do you remember we had to do this right, thing where yeah. we had to run the mile. Mm -hmm. We had to do like so the many sit ups. Sit ups. And, yeah. I remember we had to ride across the gym on these pieces of wood that had like wheels under what? them. I don't know. Maybe that was a a fever really? dream, a mushroom <laughs> dream that I had. Um, I don't know. We used to do a thing growing up uh, called they had PE night. When I was oh, in elementary school, two things I did, shouldn't go together. Where it was like in like the basketball arena, and like yes. it was pull ups and sit ups. No, and the whole deal. It was like a big thing. At That's least in my memory, just it was for this some, big event. something for like kids like me to get beat up at. <laughs> yeah, like I know what we'll do. And I just remember seeing like little skinny kids like busting out like a hundred pull ups without yeah. stopping. Yeah, that wasn't me. No, I was a skinny kid. I wasn't busting out. Yeah. I wasn't busting at anything. <laughs> I was busting out of the arena <laughs> to like, get, get home get to listen here. to Michael Jackson and cry yeah. alone in my room. <laughs> um, you also, is this true, Chris, mm. that you are, I, I'm, I can't say it with a straight face because if it's not true, I look like an idiot. <laughs> um, I read, and this has never come up, mm -hmm. that you are a licensed 
auctioneer. Yeah, that's true. I am in awe. <laughs> you shouldn't be. How does this? Be. How does so, you, how does that happen? It's, a, it's because of my grandfather. So my grandfather was a retired doctor, was just a, a voracious reader, and after he retired, was so bored. Right, and he's from Kansas City, Missouri originally, and he read about the Kansas City Auction School, uh, and they have like a two week course where you can go and learn how to be an auctioneer and they teach you the chant and the business and the whole thing you get licensed and then you can go and start an auction business so he asked i was in college and he called me up and asked me if i wanted to go take this class with him for two weeks and i was wow. like yeah sure why not great so we went and he signed us up and we went and stayed in a hotel for two weeks in kansas city and went to auction school every day that's a great independent feature right you <laughs> yeah. and your grandpa for two yeah. weeks yeah yeah, it was great. Going to auction school in Kansas City. Yeah. Like, you know, he would show me around where he grew up and all that stuff. It was, um, yeah, it was great. And so have you ever performed an auction? Uh, Is that the word? I mean, performed? I've done, it's come in, well, it's either come in handy or it's been uh, Is it cursed. on your special skills on your acting resume? <laughs> Under passport maybe. and horseback yeah. riding? Yeah, maybe. Rollerblading, that used to be on there. <laughs> Rollerblading. <laughs> when I got out of college. Um, uh, I don't know, but occasionally I have to, I've had to do it because it's on the, it's in the internets. And so yeah. like, there's been like occasionally on a talk show, they'll have me do it, um, for a charity auction. Like I just did the auction for the orthopedic Institute oh, for children right. for their golf tournament. Fantastic. Um, just a little skill you put. Like yeah. I've always wanted to know how to play the piano. So at a party I could just sit down and like, oh, by yeah. the way, I do this. Yeah. But auctioneering, you can take anywhere. Yeah. That's it, fun on an airplane. And by the way, much easier to learn than the piano. <laughs> well, I feel like what, what, give it, just give me some tips. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I can teach you the whole, well, at least the chant, like the stuff, the chant is what I remember. All the like actual business about how to do an auction, I couldn't possibly okay. tell you. Well, to do. yeah, but that's the, the boring stuff, right? Um, but the chant is easy. It's, okay, it's one dollar bid now two now two. Will you give me two? Right, and the, just the numbers change as it goes up. But come now, shoe fly, shoe nope. fly two. No, no, nope, no, not at all. One dollar bid now <laughs> two now two. Will you give me two? One dollar bid now, two now, two. Will you give me two? Yes. <laughs> and, and One dollar bid now, two. Give me two. Will you give me two? Yeah. And then it just gets faster. It's, One dollar bid now, two. Give me two. Give me two. One dollar bid now, two. One dollar bid now, two. Now two. Give me two. One dollar bid now, two. Now two. Give me two. Two dollar bid now, three. I got two bid now, three. Now three. Give me three. Three dollar bid now, four. I got four dollar bid now, five. Now five. Give me five. Five dollar bid now, six. And you just keep going up. Bye, smile. I can't not do it with the accent either. By the way, like I can't. One dollar bid now, two. 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 One that's. I mean, I feel like I'm great like, at it. You're a gift. You're. It's. You're natural. Chris, I've got an idea. Yeah, yeah. You know how you and I always say work is great. We love all these yeah. TV shows and movies. Super fun. Yeah. But really, what all we want to do is work with our friends. Yeah. Do we just say screw it all and we open an auction open house? Open an auction house. I really think this could be our our thing. Auctioneering. It, we can turn auctioneering it from a hobby into an empire. Yeah. Yes. I'm proud of us. I am too. I uh, think we should. Uh, should we tell our spouses that we're quitting? And no, like I think it's business? weirder. I think it's weirder if they suspect something nefarious, but really yeah. we're just sneaking off to do yeah. um, auctioneering for free. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, aha, we found That's you, good. and we're just wearing like <laughs> velvet crushed tuxedos yeah. in a warehouse, yeah. going one. <laughs> 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 
um, I want to come see you do this marathon or we, or we're going to be able to watch the video. You'll be able to watch the video. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to live stream it? There's going to, I don't know how to do that. I don't know I don't either. Know. I don't know how to watch it maybe, anyway. Maybe if I, maybe in like the first mile, I'll, I'll still have enough energy to do it. Okay. Here I am. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you do, give me a shout out. If I make it past mile 10, I don't imagine there's going to be much talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't pass, then I'll buy you a beer yes. when you finish. All right, deal. Deal. And, um, and I'm just really amazed at all the work you're doing for, um, awareness for autism and, um, you're just a good guy. Well, thanks. You're a good girl. I know. <laughs> Together we're the, we're the, the good, good people, friends, people. <laughs> friends, auction company. <laughs> so CBS, if you're listening, that's a spinoff. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that'd be one hell of a procedural, wouldn't it? Brother and sister, auctioneer team from Kansas City. (laughs) They weren't sure they could do it. They took a two-week seminar. That's right. Guys, we just trademarked that, so nice try, everybody who's who's writing that down and going to go pitch that. Tell me again the name of the charity. Okay, so the charity is called Culture City. Culture spelled with a K. Their website, I believe, is culturecity.org that would make sense everybody go to it donate if you can and good luck to you my friend godspeed don't break a leg thank you Leslie will be back from hiatus in a few weeks in the meantime we have more episodes from the wonderful Carrie Kenny to come does listening to filling the void fill your void leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.